hello and welcome it's mark it's trucking answers it's the best trucking show on the podcast land whatever that means and i'm here with gracie my co-host and she's sleeping but she could get in here at any moment and have something to say especially about today's topic which of course does not relate to cats in any way so i want to say that i'm not a lawyer but Uh, And so, therefore, this is not legal advice, okay? But I am a truck driver for more than 35 years and still to this day, right? And uh, so, this is my professional opinion about what we're talking about. Now, this is big news, big news. Our friends are at it again, of course. For many years now, the trucking industry has been in a race to the bottom. Each company wants to see how bad they can be. Now, when I work with trucking companies, I discourage them from doing this kind of thing, uh, among other things. So, but companies, uh, some companies don't take my advice and that's okay. So I guess for them, three companies, Heartland, Millis, and CFI, of which you may work for one of them, if you're listening to this and you work there, want an exemption from the regulation, the current entry-level driver training regulation that the trainer, the trainer has two years of driving experience. And I say this is, of course, a bad idea to give him that exemption, which will, of course, open the floodgates to other uh, even less reputable companies to come out and want this exemption. And it isn't that they think the exemption is too onerous or whatever, other than they can't get enough people that have two years of experience at their company to apparently stay two years. Now, I talked about this in a recent Sunday rant on YouTube as well. So uh, you can go see it actually in person there. But I know there are people that listen to only this or only that, and you're here and there, and you're all over the place. So I want to get it out here as well. Now, for many years, trucking was a desirable job. And I'm not saying it's a bad job at all, okay? It'll feed your family, and it will keep you in money as long as you have a good driving record. So you can have a career in it. No problem. But these companies... Always want the least possible. And of course, remember, the less experience you have, the less you know about the industry. And so then the less they have to pay you. You know, you're not going to like, hey, wait a minute. Why am I getting 31 cents a mile? So, <laughs> right. And so what they said is, look, we've only got 131 trainers. And that's between the three of them, according to them. I think it was 131, maybe 151. Okay. So I'd look it up, but I'm just not going <laughs> to. But it was less. It was less than way less than 200 trainers, which I'm very surprised at, to be honest with you. And they get, you know, way five, six times that the number of students every year, and they just can't get them all trained up. And here's another thing I would say. Why are you hiring people when there's no trainer for them? And I get a lot of letters like this. Okay, this doesn't do the company any good either. So people will come in uh, to a company, maybe these companies or others, and they go through their you know, their book learning phase, as they they say in the South. And then what? Then there's no, they go, well, go back home. They send you back home on the hound, on the crack hound. And you, there's no trainer for you. You got to wait maybe weeks, sometimes multiple weeks. And of course you're not being paid at your house where you are waiting. All right. You are just waiting. Why are you hiring people if you don't have anyone? I get the idea that you want to get more people, but why would you hire people in when you don't have a trainer for them? Because you want to lock them in. Same way when we sold a car. That's why I want you to put money down. Even if it's five bucks, just give me five dollars to hold a car. Because you won't go look somewhere else for a car because I've got some of your money. It works. 
Believe me, it works. So the same thing here. They kind of lock you in and they have you sign all this stuff. And now you're already signed up. You have no choice. If you leave, well, you're going to pay them back and everything. But should we, uh, the question remains that should we reduce or give them an exemption to reduce the amount of training that their trainers need to have? No. I think it should be five years. Okay, to become a trainer. I thought there should be a graduated license where you get a novice license for one year. At one year, you can go down, turn it in, get a professional CDL. Okay. Then at the end of five years, you can go down and take a test, a written test and a driving test, which is administered by other experts to get your expert license. That's how ham radio works as well. Okay. So to upgrade your license, the people giving the test already have that class or higher of license. You, you don't go and, you know, they don't reduce the requirements. You have to go and be tested by someone that has already completed that. And this would be the same thing. And once you satisfy those requirements, you would then get an expert license. At that point, you could become a trainer or do whatever other things you need to do in the industry. And that would, of course, also show your competence in the industry as well by going down and taking this test. I think it's a great idea, of course, because I thought of it. So, of course, I'm going to think it's super awesome. And Gracie agrees with me. So that's two already. But back to what we're talking about rather than cat foolishness, which is a real foolishness, reducing the amount of experience necessary. It's never a good idea to reduce uh, things. You make people move up to your level, uh, level up, right? We don't level down in life. Like I'm trying to get the least possible. Okay, level up. If these companies, and not just these three, but these three also, held everybody to a higher standard, didn't hire people that have to go sit at their house for three weeks, you know, made some changes that they need to make, they'd keep people. All these companies, these large, small, everybody does, what do they go hire a bunch of companies out there to recruit for them? And you see them, you know their names that are recruiting. All these third-party recruiters, they're blasting ads all over the place for recruiting. You know what the companies never do, which they should do? Retention. They don't do any work in retention. And that's really how you recruit. It's through retention, and the companies don't understand it. Now, there are a few companies that I've worked with that do get this, but most of them don't understand it. So when you have a turnover that's 80, 90, you know, 150 uh, percent, that's your problem. It isn't recruiting people. It's not your problem. If you can turn over 150 percent of your trucks a year, you don't have any problem recruiting anybody. You have a problem keeping people. Why wouldn't you want to keep people? If you solve that problem, you solve your recruiting problem. What if your <laughs> retention you know, your turnover went from 100% to, say, 25%. Well, that's a lot of trucks. If you had 100 trucks, that's 75 trucks you don't have to fill. 75 people you don't have to recruit. And if you would keep your drivers happier, they will stay longer and they will do your recruiting for you. Because when somebody comes up to them and asks them about the place, they're going to be like, yeah, I've been here for years and I love it and here's why. This is why you should work here. That's the solution, not hiring some third-party recruiting company that doesn't even have a driver on its staff at all. The only truck they've ever seen is one at a truck stop when they drive by it, okay? And then you're like, oh, I don't know what's wrong. We can't get people. Yeah, look who you're hiring. You're hiring some flim-flam, man, just to take your money and post ads for you, which you could certainly do yourself. None of that, none of that works very good at all. And companies, I don't know why they, I don't know why they don't get it. Companies always think, well, Mark, you just want us to cater to drivers and, you know, and lick their feet and stuff all day. I don't think so. 
Okay, I don't think so. But if you made a few structural changes, you could retain people and you'd have all the two-year drivers that you need. When you hire someone and then send them home for six weeks because you don't have a trainer, how do you think that person is doing? They already are getting into the trucking industry and I can count on you know one hand of which I still have three fingers left. How many people said to me, yeah, Mark, I got into trucking because I've always wanted to be a truck driver. I always wanted to be Jerry Reed. Okay, it's not, that's not it. The students that I've had over the years, it's almost always, well, my job closed or something to that effect. You know, I was laid off at X factory and so, or I'm not making, I'm making 1650 an hour and I want to make more money and I heard trucking is the way to go that kind of thing it isn't oh my gosh since I was three years old I've always wanted to wear a cowboy hat and you know sleep in a parking lot I don't I don't get those kind of comments from people I just don't so these companies were just a little better to people I guess the main thing that they do lying that's probably the main complaint I get is the lies and I have found it many times you'll call the place and I have a list of questions on a piece of paper, right? So they're written out so they're, they're the same. So I'll call and ask these questions and then hang up. Call back a few minutes so you get a different person. Ask them questions. You get totally different answers. <laughs> you get a totally different answer. And then so then you email, you know, somebody there, some manager, and they're like, oh, well, this is unfortunate to hear. We strive to provide what a, you know, what a just corporate crap. It's just crap. Then you call them back. I'll call them back two weeks later. See if they've done anything different. You get a third set of answers to the questions. <laughs> and call again in the fourth set. They don't do anything. They don't care. You know, all you got to do is be truthful with people. Here's how the job. That's why I did a podcast. Uh, you know, if you want to be a truck driver, this is it. So go listen to that if you're interested in getting into trucking. It's not that easy to find a decent place. You know, that's why I started launchwithmark.com, which is a nice segue into that. For new people getting in the industry, you know, help you get in the right way without all these basically almost Ponzi schemes of getting into trucking because companies just won't help. And so now these companies, they want less experienced trainers. And so do I recommend that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We want trainers with more experience. You know, look, if I was running a company and I wanted to get people in the students i would have highly experienced trainers and make that a selling point that hey when you come here we're not just going to throw you in a truck with some yahoo that just fell off of a turnip you know truck last week okay our trainers are experienced and that doesn't mean you fell off a turnip truck if you have two years experience okay a year and a half experience but i don't think you're ready to train people in my opinion and say, look, all of our trainers have this much experience or more, five years or more here. So you're going to come here and you're going to get trained here. And we're going to keep you here because we're going to treat you good. And we're not going to lie to you. And uh, that's it. And I might even start a liar line or a liar email that you can put. If you're getting lied to, hey, let us know because we're going to fix it. That's that's how you run a place. And it doesn't have to be, oh, we pay $2 a mile and we have concierge service. It doesn't have to be that. All it has to be is truthful. That's it. Like I've always said, I don't care what you pay. I don't care how long you're out. I don't, I don't care if your drivers are out 10 weeks and then you're home three days. Okay. Now, would I do that? No. But if that is the case, just 
be honest about it up front. You'll get people to stay too because you're being honest. Hey, if you come here, you're going to be out 10 weeks. I'm going to give you three days off and you're going to be back out 10 weeks. So the people that agree to that are going to agree to it. You don't get people and say you're going to be home every weekend and then keep them out two, three weeks at a time. No, no, that is not going to be a good plan. So whatever the plan is at your place, be honest. And do you think these three companies are going to now advertise? Hey, we are trying to get less experienced people to train you. That should be in their ads. That should be Heartland. This is my recommendation. You should put an ad out. We are fighting to get even less experienced people to train you. Okay. And if they would say, no, well, Mark, we're not going to put that out there. Why not? Why not? Why not? When you call, that's one of the things that you should ask them when you call. How much experience is my trainer going to have? I'm going to tell you this. They're not going to tell you. Oh, well, we have trainers with all varying amounts of experience. So we don't know who you'll, who you'll get and say, well, what's the minimum experience level that you'll take a trainer? Well, we're fighting to get even less now. We want them to be as little as possible. It's just ridiculous. I find the whole thing to be ridiculous. And, of course, the government should not grant this. It's already been poo-pooed by a lot of people and said no way right there's no way they will have plus they'd have an unfair advantage but look all of their buddies out there would be lined up also there i know you know i know you know gracie knows they're all waiting to see if they get this exemption or not because then they're going to be jumping on that bandwagon immediately to try and go get an exemption for themselves. it's a bad idea for you and it's a bad idea for the industry lowering standards in the industry it doesn't improve trucking it doesn't help trucking in any way because when you get people that are not trained properly they leave the industry because then they get out on their own it's very frustrating there's a lot to deal with you know not as much driving as there all this back-end stuff that you're not being taught by someone that has all the ins and outs of what they're doing here you know little the little things that you pick up over time that you can't get unless you have that time it's just as easy as that get people with experience or at least advertise that we have the least experience maybe they we have as little experience as federally mandated and that's what these companies all say oh well we follow the law our, our trainers have the law that's so what <laughs> congratulations <laughs> you follow the law congratulations okay i'm not i'm call me not impressed not impressed by it all right so that's the story today less experienced trainers may be coming your way but hopefully not thanks for listening and we'll be back soon with another trucking answers